Hello and welcome to Please Consume Responsibly, the media consumption show where we talk about the media that we consume responsibly. Maybe. I'm Tara. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I am AJ. It's been two weeks since our last episode. <laughs> yeah, we got it. That's, that's the interval of time that we do this show I, at. I was too confident about it. You're too cozy over there in that blanket. I, you can't see anything but my head. Yeah. And I'm, I'm fully in a blanket. Mm-hmm. And it's like 40 degrees out and it's confusing. Yeah, it's chilly today. It's been, it it's been in the... It just snowed like five seconds ago. It's still kind of snowing a little bit. It's been in the mid-60s all week, but not today. Today it's 40. Yeah, it's nasty. Makes me not want to do anything. Mm. But here we are. Yeah. Doing something. Yeah, this is, uh, we've been working from home. Kind of. Yeah, Tara's doing work all morning. Mm. I mean, I did do work all yeah. morning, but <laughs> I also slept in, enjoyed a nice breakfast. Yeah, I made some breakfast pizza with some leftover pizza dough we had. Yeah. This is riveting content. Anyway, <laughs> what have you been up to? What's I have been hanging. Uh, we've watched some movies. We watched uh, I, Tanya. Oh my god, we did. I watched Freaky Friday for the first time. Yes. Uh, Frozen 2. We watched Onward. Onward, we forgot about that one. Minutemen. Minutemen, yes. Can't forget that. Uh, the Farewell. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, I started and finished the remastered version of Shadow of the Colossus on the PlayStation 4. The Colossus of Clout. The Colossus of Clout. Is that a... That's from the Sandlot. I don't know. <laughs> When they're talking about Babe Ruth, the Smalls doesn't know who Babe... Anyway, yeah. Colossus of Clout, that's a good game. <laughs> uh, you yeah. just kill a bunch of big creatures yep. to save your mediocre looking girlfriend. Oh my God. You're obsessed with her looks. I'm not obsessed. With, I'm just like, why would you date somebody else and also kill people to like date her when like, I'm they're right here? They're not people. They're 16 parts of one whole. I guess that's a spoiler, <laughs> but this game came out in 2005, so... <laughs> Oh my god, really? <laughs> 2005, 6, 7, something wow. like that. Wow. It looks like it came out... Well, it was a in... remastered version. Oh, okay. So they rebuilt it from the ground up. You remember that Jacob uh, Geller video? That was my YouTube video of the year last year. Yes. It was about Shadow of the Colossus oh, and the remake and stuff. okay, okay. There you go. We've come full I was going to say, that looked so good. Yeah. So, yeah. what have you been up to? Um, I've been reading a lot on my iPad Pro 9.7 inch. Mm-hmm. I got this app called Libby yeah. that I can't stop talking about. Yeah. And you hook up your library card to it, yep. and you can read books, like ebooks. You can rent them out from your local library. And I'm pretty sure you can sign up for a library card through it. Interesting. Um, not 100% sure. I'm like 80% sure about that. Sure. Uh, but I've been reading. Let me just open my app on my 9.7 iPad Pro. Oh, my God. I finished... Well, I did finish Jonathan Van Ness's Over the Top, his memoir. Very good. Loved it. And I did, I read Again But Better by Christina Riccio. Yeah. Which was fine. Mm -hmm. I did read the whole thing. There was a twist. There was a twist. A pretty big twist. It was fine. And then I also read We Were Liars by E. Lockhart was a lot better. I really, really liked that one. That was a New York Times Was that the one you just finished last night? Yes. Very good. And what are you reading now? Right now I'm reading, I just closed it. Um, It's by Jennifer Niven. I know that. Mm. And it's called Holding Up the Universe. It's very interesting so far. Sure. From two very unexpected point of views. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's a romance one. I love young adult romance books. Yeah. I haven't grown out of my eighth grade, like, reading phase. That's fine. Um, but it's from two very specific, interesting point of views. It's a it's about one girl who was at one point the world's fattest teen. Oh. And then another guy, the other guy is, his name is Jack, and he 
is unable to recognize faces or remember what people look like. Okay. So it's just like very interesting. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, too very interesting. Like usually it's just like a shy girl who loves books. Yeah, right. And like a boy that doesn't know how to express his feeling. I don't know. Right, it's like right, a right. dumb. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. this is very interesting and very cool. Yeah. So I've just been reading. It's been really good. I've been we've been watching all the movies. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, I I work during the morning. I read in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I maybe do freelance stuff if it's there mm-hmm. and then we watch a movie. <laughs> That's yeah. like all we do now, which I'm not complaining. I really like it. Sometimes we go for a walk if it's nice. Um, yeah. As, as far as quarantine schedules go, I think this is a pretty good schedule we got chill. going on. I have this week been just chilling out too much, I think. Um, not that I'm not allowed to chill out, but I'm actually am home from work, so yeah. I don't actually have to go to the cafe or anything. So I am just filling that time where I would be at the cafe with like Death Stranding or reading. But those are things that you have been wanting to finish. Yeah, for, like, no, I know. I'm not like upset that time. I'm doing it. It's just like it's different. Yeah, it's different yeah. because you normally would be feeling guilty about it, but like you yeah. can't control not being or not working. You know? Yeah. It's you know. Yeah. Just lean into it. Yeah. You have this time and you can't control it. So, mm-hmm. and that goes for all of you. Yeah. You know, playing some D and D. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes. Getting ready to play some more D and D. Yeah. Getting ready to play some quest. Oh my God. The cat is ruthless. Right the cat now. is all over the place right now. Are you good? Um, so who goes first this week? You do. Okay. Are you going to ask me? Yeah. What's your main dish? My main dish this week is malt. The new modern oh. alternative. Wow. And this is so amazing. Okay. okay. So, uh, malt is an, like an, it's like a, it's not quite a radio station, um, right. but it's more of like a music discovery kind of place, a hub, Absolutely. a hub, if you will, for yeah. finding new indie rock, indie, uh, indie pop, alternative, alternative hip hop, like stuff like that. It's like everything <laughs> that I want from right. the all new, no, what is it? What's the 923? Yeah. That's yeah. the, the Alt big one here. Yeah. It's everything that I want that to be, but they don't have Weezer or <laughs> like the Jimmy classic Eat alternative. World. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not stuck in 2008, right. which yeah, yeah, I yeah. absolutely love. Sure. So it is a project by our friends, Nick and Maraid. We love our who, friends, Nick and Maraid. Th- I'm just going to get this out of the way right here. Okay. So it is so much more than our friends that have good music taste. Mm. <laughs> like they, um, and I'll get into it a bit more later. They do um, daily playlists. Yes. So it started this week and every day they update uh, playlists on Spotify. You can find them at official.malt on yeah. Spotify. Do you know if they're going to do Saturdays, Sundays also? We'll find out. I, don't ima- I can't we'll imagine that tomorrow. they wouldn't. Um, but it's just like, it just came at the perfect time. Yeah. And like they update a playlist every single day and I listen to it every single day and Mm -hmm. it's just so good. And not only is it curated, it's curated like so well because when it ends and Spotify automatically starts playing like like related music that also slaps. So like they do, (laughs) they did such a good job of like putting new stuff in old stuff in like underrated bops from older albums without being like, okay, here's the middle by Jimmy E world again. Like, Like they do it so well. And this is what I want to talk about because like, yes, they are our friends, but they're not just like two of our friends that have really good music taste. Right. They have so much experience, both of them in the radio industry. Like Nick was the program director at our radio station and Miranda was also the music director at our radio station. And together they are truly magic. Like I can't even like, yeah, they both have such clear visions of what they want to do. And not just with radio or music, just like literally with anything. And 
they but when they get together they just like know how to do it and they yeah. like know how to get it done oh god it's just like when nick told me that he was doing this i was like this is the only thing that i'm going to consume ever it's just like I'm, i get so excited about it they do such good work yeah and oh it's great so yeah, they do really great stuff and they do really great stuff uh individually but yes. then to combined it's yes. like unstoppable right uh, so it was like, like that in college too and and yeah because nick yeah. i mean nick started at the station earlier than Maraid did right yeah nick started a semester before Maraid, and then Maraid came in yeah uh and then the semester after Maraid was hired she became the music director yeah so and just like things i i wasn't there for either pre i was only there for post both of them <laughs> and like what i experienced was that they equally transformed different parts of the radio station and also like it was important for them to work together in certain aspects but Mm -hmm. like alone they worked just like it's just it was just so good yeah before uh maraid came around we didn't have a spotify page oh my god Uh, she she brought that from like nothing into uh won an award for most creative use of social media Yes. Um, and I releasing st- truly week- still <laughs> listen to this. Yeah. She released <laughs> weekly playlists and, and playlists of DJs and playlists of like, oh, it's midterm time. So here's a midterm yeah. playlist and all that stuff. Uh, all while keeping with the Brave New Radio brand, which and is also our, being our a student and also being like a full time yeah, employee. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Nick brought a lot to the table in terms of uh, uh, before Nick was program director, it was all very loosey goosey. Mm. It's kind of just like everybody's kind of playing whatever they want, which is like, fine, it's college radio. Right. Um, but Nick brought more of a structure uh, that we didn't really have. Uh, what? <laughs> Sorry, you said structure. And all I could think about was, I have a structured settlement and I need wow. cash. <laughs> You've been watching a lot of TikTok. <laughs> Tara's been watching a lot of TikTok. Oh my God. It's so my... <laughs> anyway, my, my point was that both of them have were invaluable parts of the brave new radio brand. Yeah. So uh, like and now they have moved on into their professional radio lives in New York city. They are uh, working for two extremely large corporations yeah, in the radio and, world. I'm and, not going to out them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to tell you where they work, but like um, it's huge mm-hmm. and I'm so proud of them each. Yeah. And like, and they're I'm just, just like, lovely people. They're just not only lovely people, just like so talented. And I really missed I really miss them because I haven't seen them in a while, obviously. Yeah. But I also really missed like being near their energy, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like Nick had, I, I, I keep saying this, but he has such a clear vision and he knows how to get it done. And like both of them together work really well. But like seeing the things that Nick makes visually, he's like very good at it. Yeah. And it gets me so excited. And we talk about brand guides all the time and it's amazing. And then like, it's just... <sighs> I just love it. Anyway, that's my main dish. Um, you can follow them on Instagram, which I highly recommend because yeah. like it's beautiful and you should just. Ugh, yeah. Their Instagram's really great. Cause it's not just them sharing their playlists. They'll post like a couple of news updates every day. Yes. So like, like they do playlists uh, every single day and then they do like relevant news for indie and alternative artists. And like, yeah. it's just, and then they do really fun Instagram pe- templates, which I'm so yeah, excited to see Instagram more of. Templates. The latest one was uh, best 1975 songs off of their three albums. Yeah. And then there was is... one where it was just like alphabetize, 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 alphabetize every concert you've been to. Um, and I almost filled up the whole thing, but I didn't. I was so bad. Yeah. But not a yeah. lot of cues out there. Yeah. Not a lot of cues. I noticed on a lot of people's uh, right. stuff. So yeah, official dot malt on Instagram and Spotify. Yep. 
And that's it. Yeah. Great. Give them a follow if you like that kind of music. If you don't like that kind of music, give it a follow anyway. There's probably going to be something on there that you like. Right. It's it's, it's very diverse. It's not just like yeah. I am and King Princess. It's right. just like a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Which I don't know why I said this too. Well, no, but those like, are like, that would be like the Spotify like alternative playlist right you know? there's like, like there's like 92.3 which is just like old stuff mixed with like one or two post malone songs yeah 92.3 fm in in new york right and yeah. then there's like a step above above it which is like an, maybe an independent thing that like does some jimmy eat world and it's just like a <laughs> yeah. step above 92.3 but like they just do such a good job mm-hmm. and they do i i said it before but like new old underrated yeah it's just such good taste curated so well mm-hmm. so give yeah. them a follow give yeah them a listen support our friends yeah yay all right cool break time break time bye. we're gonna go listen to a playlist yep okay bye see ya <laughs> <laughs> for free with education connection that's one of the songs on the malt playlists i told you really good stuff <laughs> really underground stuff, stuff. <laughs> cool we're back my favorite song it's by an underground artist i don't know if you know them it goes i have a structured settlement <laughs> in 90 <laughs> anyway oh, AJ, yeah what's your main dish? my main dish this week is the netflix show ugly delicious we love David Chang. Yeah, David Chang rules. Um, so uh, Ugly Delicious is a show on Netflix. Started in 2018. It was an eight-episode season. Uh, and then the second season, four episodes premiered early March. Okay. And there are four more coming at some point. I don't know when they're slated to come out, but they're on the IMDb pages. Cool. Five, six, seven, eight. Uh, so it follows Chef David Chang. And, we love, we stand. And his friends, yes. basically. Uh, and if, his friends are like Nick Kroll and like Yeah, his friends know. are like famous people or like professional chefs. With like Michelin um, stars. With Michelin stars, exactly. Yeah, the uh, uh, in a few episodes, former New York Times food critic, Peter Meehan, oh, cool. who is now like, I don't know, one of his best friends. Cool. He's in a few episodes in the first season. Uh, I don't know if we've only watched one episode in the second season, so I don't mm-hmm. know if he's in anymore. But yeah, so basically, David Chang and his friends, his famous friends. Uh, Who is David Chang, by the way? I'm getting there. Okay, all I'm right. Getting there, all right. I haven't even said what the show is about. Okay, some people have a structured summer and some are still. It's. De- <laughs> <laughs> the show is about David Chang and his friends basically just discussing the origins of a certain type of food. So they did an episode on pizza, they did an episode on tacos, and it's not even just like the origins, it's 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 the origins and then kind of what has happened with that food over, you know, mm-hmm. all time. The culture surrounding the food. The culture surrounding the food, the people surrounding the food, uh, people who are pushing boundaries within that food, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's it's a really really fun show and and David Chang is qualified <laughs> to talk about all this stuff right. uh, because he has been a professional chef uh, and owner of Momofuku uh, which is a oh. Momofuku was just a, a restaurant in in New York but right. now it's like a it is the parent company mm-hmm. of a bunch of restaurants including the Milk Bar I know which I did not know Mama F- yeah Momofuku Milk Bar yeah yeah crazy it's uh, so good yeah so he he opened the first Momofuku in two thousand and four wow uh, when he was I think I did the math he was twenty six. 
which is how old I am right now. <laughs> so get going. <laughs> yeah, gotta be right back. I'm going to go open a restaurant. <laughs> so he started Momofuku in 2004 after working for a couple of years in this fine dining restaurant, you know, after completing all of his what? SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> fine dining and breathing. <laughs> so he, he started Momofuku in 2004 after working in those fine dining restaurants and going through French culinary training and all this stuff. So he's a very, very good chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he worked in this fine dining restaurant that I did not write down the name of. So I'm just going to keep calling it a fine dining restaurant. Okay, sure. <laughs> and decided uh, that that scene is not for him and that he can't deal with, not can't deal with, just doesn't enjoy the culture around fine dining as much mm. as he initially thought he would. Right. Uh, so he started Momofuku to kind of make food that he wanted to make more accessible to everybody. Uh, like everybody should have access to good food and food that is cooked with high quality ingredients. Love it. And that is something he says basically in every episode I've watched at some point, he says that everyone should have access to food made with high quality ingredients. <laughs> uh, and that's one of the really cool things about this show too, is that it shows you whatever the food they're talking about, it'll show you it being made by, you know, this professional chef or someone who's mastered their craft and blah, blah, blah. And then it'll also show you like some uh, grandma's mom making (laughs) it, his mom making it or some lady just like in the middle of nowhere who just makes it on this stone slab that she has in her backyard or something. It's (laughs) like, it looks just as good. And he eats it. He's like, wow. Yeah. It's 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 so, so so cool. It's Uh, such an emotional roller coaster every episode yeah and then that's what makes it really unique too i think is because it's not just about the food mm-hmm. or even just about the people it's just about all of it it's yeah. just about how all of it is is related to food and how food brings us together and mm-hmm. how food is passed down from generation to generation all that stuff so i had watched it with lewis when the first season came out uh we watched or i watched half of the first episode which was pizza and then i went back and watched the whole thing and then watched the tacos episode mm-hmm. uh which was really great and i don't think you watched either of those i like saw it on the tv yeah and, and you I weren't really left. into it i don't know i just like not to call you out <laughs> it seemed i think i remember feeling like it was like a bit pretentious yeah he does seem like kind of a pretentious and guy also, just because he knows what he's talking about and he, he just <laughs> there are moments where i'm like triggered by him almost because i worked in a Uh, restaurant before and the head chef was like really really mean and like david chen can be kind of mean like he can be mean and (laughs) i don't know like i there's just this one chef who was just like all of the bad qualities and he was just like so mean right and he would oh it was terrible and like i can't even articulate how terrible of an experience it was um so like hearing him like kind of talk like that one head chef i was just like i don't want to be here i don't want to be here like but like other episodes that i've watched i've gotten more into it yeah and And i he's just very sweet yeah and the more episodes you watch you realize he gets the most angry at people who are stuck in the tradition yeah Uh, and he'll say things like well why can't you know why can't we make uh oh what was it i don't remember anyway but mostly he was talking about like blending traditions and the only the reason that we have such advanced and complex food right now is because people you know pushed boundaries Mm -hmm. and connected different cultures together and um made fusion food and he would get like really passionate about people being stuck in the tradition of like no we can't do that it's yeah. it's tradition oh, it, that's what it was it was about shrimp and crawfish and it was saying that in new orleans people refuse to 
I'm going to get it wrong. They refuse to boil or they refuse to steam one of the yeah. one of the other uh, their their shrimp and stuff when they make it mm-hmm. just because that's not how it's done right. in New Orleans. And he's like, why? Why not? <laughs> why? Yeah. <laughs> well, just like do it. All you have to do is just do it that way. Yeah. If you do it, then it is done like yeah. that. <laughs> it's just yeah. like uh, so it's it's so much fun to watch. And I like food and I like people also just talking really philosophically about things that they like so like that's why i like video essays so much is because you know it's just people getting way too deep into a a a subject yeah (laughs) i mean uh, it could honestly get very like i said pretentious Mm -hmm. really quickly when people are talking about stuff that they like are super passionate about which Mm -hmm. like most of it comes from their passion but like this show finds a way to like make you cry when they're talking about a children's menu yeah oh, the, well the kids though the kids <laughs> that was food. really really good yeah, that was an episode, episode we watched really last good. night but it's just like it really mixes all of his expertise and passion mm-hmm. and also makes it really emotionally charged in a good yeah. way and it's, yeah. it's 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 a great show yeah for sure. Yeah. So Yeah, no, dude, for sure. I think that's that's kind of all I have to say about it. It's uh, good. It yeah. stands alone, really. Yeah. It and it's not even itself. like he doesn't do just sh- episodes about like just pizza or just tacos. I think the third episode is just called Home Cooking. Mm. And it's just about food that is made in your, your house, in yeah. your home. And he invites Peter Meehan, the former food critic, uh, to his uh, parents' house to yeah. have Thanksgiving dinner with them. Uh, and he comes from a Korean family. And so all of the you know, the stuff is not really traditional American, quote unquote, Thanksgiving. And so they eat that. And then he also goes to Copenhagen and has a family dinner with uh, his friend Rene Redzepi, who is a, a chef in Copenhagen at this at this like wild restaurant. Um, cool. And it's just like traditions from around the world and, and, you know, how that stuff translates into more than food, mm-hmm. you know, more than just the food you're eating. And, you know, it's about the people you're around and the the origins of that stuff and it's very very cool yeah it's sweet so ugly delicious it's on netflix on netflix there's season two started about a month ago there is going to be a second half of season two at some point all right looking forward to yeah, it there's 12 episodes up there we should watch right some more now yeah i would love to all right all right it's side dish time side dish time so uh hold on i have an email Great time to check your email. It's right there. Okay. Um, <laughs> is it my turn? It's so. It's right there on your 9.7 inch iPad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I speak? Yeah, you go for <laughs> it. May I speak? <laughs> Can't stop thinking about structured settlements. <laughs> okay. So my side dish is Rex Orange County's mm. album Pony. The whole album. Out, the whole thing. Well, I'm going to talk about a specific song. No, uh, it came out in October 2019. Cool. And for those of you who don't know Rex Orange <gasps> County... He came out with one single that I can't think of the name of. And then Tyler, the creator, was like, yo, I like this kid. Yeah. And then I can't get a sense of when this happened because people were like, he dropped an album, the album Apricot Princess, which Mm -hmm. is his first album. He dropped that. And then he was featured on Tyler, the creator stuff. But also also people are saying that he was featured on Tyler, the creator stuff before he dropped the album. And it's just like very confusing. And I don't know the timeline. Okay. I can't get a consensus of what, where it is. So he did, (laughs) he, both things are true. He worked with Tyler, the creator and that kind of skyrocketed. And then he uh, released Apricot Princess, which was like, pretty sad and like a bit gloomy Mm. and still very good. But the contrast between that album and Pony is just like Pony is a lot more bright and it has more electronic things in it and synths and talks more about being in love and kind of maturing and, and growing. And I really liked it. And Mm. I 
started listening to it like last week. I mean, I heard the singles. It was like Pluto Projector and uh, 10 out of 10. And mm-hmm. those were really good. Um, and then I started listening to the full album. And as a whole, it was really, really nice. So I every time I talk about something like music wise. Yeah. Or honestly, really anything. I will re- read some reviews just so I can get some language i don't know because sure, i'm not really good yeah, yeah, yeah. at articulating how i feel about music or books or really anything um which is like so fun <laughs> to have thing. a podcast yeah, about it thing. um but like i don't think i'm like good at articulating how i feel and then i read somebody else the way that they said it i was like sure. oh that's it and then i kind of like pull it together but like i read the pitchfork article about this album and they were so mean really and it made me so upset because yeah. i love this album i don't know oh, okay i stopped reading I got mad oh, because okay. like, no, I mean, I read the whole thing, but I didn't see a number. I mean, um, it's just like, they were so pretentious. I was like, who died and, and made you like, who, who runs it? Who does it? Why can they tell me that it's bad? I mean, they're just telling you their opinion on it. I know, but like, <laughs> it just like made me really mad because like, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely somebody that listened to the album and then read the review and was like, oh yeah, no, it sucks for sure. Oh yeah. Well, those people are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, just like, not dumb. Just like, oh, you know, I, I don't know. People who read reviews and are like, oh, this is how I should feel. I don't know. I, I, I don't like, trust. Bottom, I don't trust them. <laughs> like bottom line, just like have your own opinions. About yeah. Stuff. Like what you like and don't care what other people say about yeah. it. Yeah. So that's how I feel about this album. I really, really liked it. Yeah. It was so much brighter than the last one I said, but just in such a different way. It's so yeah. good. Um, but the one quote from the pitch, the one quote from the pitch, the one quote from the pitchfork article. Yeah. Um, it says the 21 year old songwriter's latest album is irritating enough to activate the mildest allergy to sincerity. It's like, what a pretentious way to say it's something bad. Like, shut up, shut, read that one more time exactly like you don't yeah it's bad but you don't hard. like get it right up uh, just that's, like shut up you it's know? hard to digest i just want to like i don't know because like it's i don't want to f- i don't feel this way when people write positive reviews about things yeah because that's what we also do right. we're like talking pretty positively about things but sure. like i don't want to sit down with somebody that positively reviews something and like how dare you but like i do want to sit down with somebody that does like a negative review of something yeah, well, i think when when, when stuff has uh or when there are negative reviews of things, it's like, there is a person on the other side of this that like made a thing. Yeah. I don't know. And some, I don't know. I, so I think that it it's just activates like that so part of your unnecessarily mean mm. what they were ra- like writing. It was just like all about his, how it was really immature and childish and childish and juvenile. And like, he's also 21. Yeah, he's 21 so like, so. and it is a, an album about growth and maturity and like, mm-hmm. So shut up, Pitchfork. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I really like the song, It Gets Better. Yeah. And it's about his relationship with his girlfriend who they just celebrated four years together. Cute. And it was really cute. And like, it's about love. And it has a really nice unexpected buildup at the end, which mm. I really, really like. What's the one with the violins? I don't know. Okay. There's <laughs> one, one that uses violin. a violin sample that I really enjoy. Um, but it's, I don't know. Yeah. I really enjoy the album. Sure. You should give it a listen if you want to. Yeah. And if you like it, you do. If you don't, then just like, cool. Yeah. Uh, don't we'll, write an article about it. Yeah. We'll play a clip of that uh, <laughs> now because I also brought music for a side dish. Oh my God. So what, what was the song? It's called It Gets Better. Sure. Here it is. Look at us now. Oh, we're flying. I finally know I'm here for a reason. Thank you for waiting on me. I'm dying to see her. She's my favorite in the season. Thank you.
Thank you for everything. January, baby, I was taking my time. Spending summer and then we'll be good in July. Why can't it be like this for the rest of my life? So like it's nice, right? Yeah, pitchfork. <laughs> At pitchfork. I'm gonna bring pitchforks. Yeah. You know. Wow. But like also, if pitchfork wrote a nice article, I'd be like, Ugh, pitchfork's mind. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're usually pretty not harsh, but they're like sixes and sevens are like their average reviews. I just like. I just I don't know. I'm just very biased because I really really like enjoyed it, it and yeah. I want everybody to. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But um, don't listen to somebody. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to anybody. Listen to your heart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you like it, you like it. If you don't. Write an article about it and send it to Tara. Yeah. Speaking of, what's your review of a music? <laughs> my, my music that I brought this week is uh, a new single from Jacob Collier called In My Bones, uh, yes. featuring Kimbra and Tank and the Bangas. We just heard this in Yeah, the car. I just played in the car yesterday on our way back from res- a responsible shopping trip. Yes. We wore gloves and a masks. Yeah. In a mask. Yep. Uh, it's it's such a groovy groovy tune, and it's got those classic Jacob, Jacob Collier reharmonizations. Well, 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 yeah, the runs, and he yeah. plays the bass really well, and That's, he plays the drums uh, really well. <laughs> so much better than Jacob Collier. My little rendition there. Yeah. Oh well, well, well. Yeah. I don't really have much to say about it. It's just very groovy and fun to listen to. Can we hear a clip? Well, I was thinking we would just play the outro. I literally hate myself. Why? I heard wind outside in real life and was like, oh, I better get my slingshot out. There's a present floating above me. <laughs> I'm mad. We've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Okay, so we'll play uh, a little Jacob. Yeah, we'll do In My Bones by Jacob Collier as we as we leave. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening to this episode. Show. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, links for everything that we talked about will be in the description, yeah. the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget to rate and review us on yeah. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, also, we have a voice messaging line yes so if you want to leave us a message we are asking everybody what they're listening to or consuming uh in quarantine just so we can all have like a little a little bank of things and recommendations so if you want to send us a voice recording Mm -hmm. uh link will be in the description yeah it's also anchor.fm slash please consume slash message i do believe if that's not right i'll record it, I'll record something over that. <laughs> uh, if you are uncomfortable with your voice possibly being used in an episode, you can also just send us an email to yeah. please consume responsibly at gmail.com yep. or you can DM us on Instagram at please consume responsibly. responsibly. <laughs> or you can send us a DM on Twitter yeah. at please consume. <laughs> yeah. um, links for all of that, again, will be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitch, we haven't Twitched in the last couple of weeks, yeah. but we're at uh, please consume responsibly there as well. Yep. Uh, thank you very much to Valiant Vermin for the use of our theme song Chip and Dip yep. off of the album singles. I've been saying it's an EP. I was incorrect. Ugh, <laughs> we should go back and correct all of it's, them. It's an album uh, called Singles. She just released a new song as well uh, that I can't remember the name of right now. It is a bop. Cool. And it's nice. That's on Spotify and stuff. Also, uh, links to her Spotify page will be in the description along with everything else. For sure. If you're ever just like, oh, I wish I had... It's in the show notes. It's in the show notes. Gosh. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. Go call your mothers and don't listen to Pitchfork. Yep. Here is In My Bones by (laughs) Jacob Collier featuring Kimbra and Tank and the Bangas. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for listening to Please Consume Responsibly, the media consumption show where we talk about the media that we've consumed. Responsibly. Maybe. Over the last two weeks. Goodbye. See ya. (laughs)